Welcome to the Our Savior Speaks podcast from Our Savior Episcopal Church, located at 4227 Columbia Road in Martinez, Georgia. Through this podcast, we'll be sharing messages of hope and encouragement that can be found in the life and lessons of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We will also explore ways in which God can work through each of us to make our Lord's grace and love a reality for all of humanity. On this week's Our Savior Speaks podcast, we will hear a sermon from the last Sunday after Pentecost, which is also known as Christ the King Sunday. Now, in the sermon, I'll be exploring some ideas about kingdom living, which is different than what we might think of when it comes to an earthly kingdom. I'll be talking about God's priorities versus our own, about God's dreams and desires for humanity, well, compared to our own about God's version of the ideal kingdom that can look entirely different from our own. So that will be the theme throughout the sermon in different ways. And the readings that we will hear in just a few moments leading into the sermon come from Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 11 through 16, and verses 20 to 24, Psalm 100, the letter of Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 15 to 23, and from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 25, verses 31 to 46. A reading from the book of Ezekiel. For thus says the Lord God, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As shepherds seek out their flocks when they are among the scattered sheep, so I will seek out my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places to which they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, by the watercourses and in all the inhabited parts of the land. I will feed them with good pasture and the mountain heights of Israel shall be their pasture. There they shall lie down in good grazing land, and they shall feed on rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak, but the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them with justice. Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep, because you pushed with flank and shoulder and butted at all the weak animals with your horns until you scattered them far and wide. I will save my flock, and they shall no longer be ravaged, and I will judge between sheep and sheep. I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David shall be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will chant Psalm 100. Bobby. 
A reading from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints. And for this reason, I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power. God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The word of the Lord. gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate people from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats and he will put the sheep on his right hand and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For, when, for I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, truly I tell you, just as you did it for one of the least of these, who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those in his left hand, you that are accused, depart from me into eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was thirsty and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. 
naked, and you did not give me clothing, sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. <clears throat> now that we have moved beyond the frenzy of the Thanksgiving feast and the Black Friday shopping sprees, I believe that we are being brought back to reality with today's lectionary selections. Now, the reality that I speak of is one that we have been exploring over the past several weeks. It is the reality about the differences between God's priorities versus our own, about God's dreams and desires for humanity compared to our own, about God's version of the ideal kingdom that looks often entirely different from our own. Over the past few days and weeks, many of us have poured energy into getting ready for traveling and welcoming loved ones for Thanksgiving, which is wonderful. I'm not knocking that one bit. These are, these are cherished traditions shared by many folks each year. And since I'm usually a, usually a little busy at Christmas, Christmas, as you all know, Thanksgiving has become one of the main holidays for our family to gather and renew our bonds of love and care for each other. So when we gather, we pray before the meal, just like most folks, and, and ask God to bless the food and us before we dig into that feast. Yes, our time together, it is precious. But what happens, though, when everything concludes? Well, most of us go right back into our regular routines with our attention shifting to then possibly our to-do list because, well, Christmas is just a few short weeks away. So this scenario I've just shared, it is the reality for many throughout our society. Probably sounded very normal and similar to, to maybe what you have experienced or continue to experience. These, these traditions come and, and they go like clockwork year after year with just a very a comfortable rhythm about them. They're often, though, followed by, well, elaborate marketing schemes, from, excuse me, campaigns <laughs> from companies who want us to enhance our holiday season experiences by, by creating lasting memories with whatever product or service they may be selling. I believe that this is one of the ways our temporal ideals and God's eternal ideals, well, they just kind of go in different directions. 
So at this time of the year, a lot of energy it, with, with these preparations that we've exerted for these events, with many stressing over purchasing the perfect gifts and wondering when or how we will have time to do it all. Those who've been paying attention over the lectionary for the past several weeks have sat past several weeks have noticed passages that may have noticed each week these have been messages that have about being prepared of all the preparations that we've been facing. Yes, even the lectionary selections have talked about being prepared, but these lessons have been encouraging us about a different kind of preparation. They're encouraging us to engage in preparations that will make us ready to encounter our Lord, not just at the end time or when we transition from this life to the next, but possibly to encounter our Lord at any time. Now, while we may be trying to track down the, the perfect gift at this time of the year, we have a God who never ceases looking for us as beloved childs of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's kind of like, well, a shepherd looking for sheep. In our lesson from the book of Ezekiel, we hear, For thus says the Lord God, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. I myself will be the shepherd for my sheep. I will seek the lost and I will bring back the strayed and I will bind up the injured and I will strengthen the weak. This view is then echoed in Psalm 100 that we chanted together a few moments ago when we are told, Know this, the Lord himself is God. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And then we have our gospel lesson. So from Matthew's gospel, we learn that when the Son of Man comes in his glory, all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the sheep from the goats. Then the king will say, Come you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom. By starting with the example of shepherd and sheep and then transitioning to king and kingdom, we see how our Lord really upends conventional wisdom about the roles of leaders and those who are led. Servant leadership might be the best way to describe where Jesus often lands in his view of how the world should function. The reason why we need to be reminded of our Lord's ideals for, for kingdom and, and leadership is because we humans, well, unfortunately, we often get it completely wrong. Just look at the wars that are raging in the world right now as some primary examples. In a commentary about today's gospel, the Reverend D. Rebecca Haynes notes that this is not a story about the judgment of individuals. Let me say that again. This, in today's gospel, it is not a story about the judgment of individuals, but rather a story of judgment of the nations. What is being judged are the attitudes that lead either to apathy and neglect to those in need, or to compassion and service. Herbin Hansen goes on to state that Jesus makes clear that the attitudes that devalue those most in need among us, that is what must be destroyed. Now, we don't have to look far to find an example that Jesus promotes as the gold standard for kingdom living that can be found earlier in the 20th chapter of Matthew's gospel when Jesus says, the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. 
We are just one week away from the beginning of Advent. That is our season of intentional prayer and preparation before Christmas. I kind of think of it as a spiritual house cleaning we do to get ready for the big event. These, the, the, the past few weeks have been like a warm-up to this upcoming season for what is to come in the next four weeks as we kick off the new liturgical year B. Not only have our lessons reminded us of why we will soon celebrate the birth of our Lord, but also how we can make our Lord's kingdom a reality in this life, which is that whole not-to-be-served-and-serving thing and the reason why we observe on this day Christ the King Sunday. So with liturgical year A concluding, we are reminded that God's ideal kingdom and the ones humanity often establishes can vary greatly in mission and purpose, and we should take note of that. The gospel writer points to the significance of what we do with our lives because the way we spend our time and spend our resources and, and with whom we actively love and do not love, well, this lets us see how our priorities may or may not be lining up with what God declares as important in the kingdom that is eternal. Jesus offers illustrations of good servant leadership as doing things like feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, welcoming the stranger, clothing the naked, and caring for those who are sick or in prison. Wouldn't it be amazing if actions like these could become a part of who we are, kind of like as natural as breathing, so that we could be just as surprised as those to whom Jesus is speaking when he says, Truly I tell you, just as you did it for the one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. If we're open to God's guiding presence, I believe that our Lord will show us the way. Now, we may not hear that direct voice of God audibly, but I do believe that God can speak to us through others, which for me is usually through my wife Val. I recall a recent situation where I made a premature judgment toward another person whom I did not know. Rather than engaging with that person, I continued what I had planned on doing. However, Val, well, she took a different approach and thankfully showed me a different way. After speaking with this person, she learned of a need that this person had and then helped me to correct the error of my judgment so that I could help also where needed. We may not always get the way of kingdom living right for the first time, God's way of kingdom living right for the first time, but we should never stop trying. We should never stop seeking God's help, which often comes from those who can help us help others. The kingdom Jesus speaks of, it can be made real here and now. It can be made real by those of us who claim to be his followers. And in our, in our baptismal covenant, we say, or we hear asked, will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? To which we reply, I will with God's help. Our actions as the hands and feet of Jesus and God's motivating presence 
are the keys to the kingdom that our Lord is encouraging us to bring about for the benefit, not just of ourselves, but really for all of humanity. A kingdom with our Lord at the center, it is possible for us all to experience, believe it or not, in this imperfect life. It's kind of what we're attempting to do right now, right? And I believe that this is the same kingdom that will be made fully known to us when we transition from this life to the next to be with Christ as we will gather in his glorious presence for eternity. Amen.